Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Met fellow adventurers. When I completed the last adventure in, in Wed Glen, a scenario was unlocked in the back room of their Griffin Edge Ale House, which is in Trithic. I've been here a few times before. Uh, here's where I found the guide to let's see the River Pirates adventure at uh, the Silvermark Ale. I found that that treasure in Fangwich. Maybe a few other things. Step into the back room of the ale house. The back room of the Griffin Ledge is something more akin to a paleo den than an ale house. A handful of paleo drinking patrons sit about on a wooden on wooden benches discussing the topics of the day, occasionally becoming annoyed with the noise that filters in from the common room. Appro oh this is the new thing. Approach an old man eyeing you from a nearby table. As you approach the old man, he looks up and studies you carefully for a moment before smiling and waving you over to sit at his table. I'll sit at the table. As soon as you take a seat at the table, the old man produces a long wooden box and places it in front of you. The box lands on the surface of the table with a resounding thud. I don't have any loud wooden boxes, so I can't make that sound, I think. Betraying the ample weight of its contents. I've been waiting to give, give that to just the right person, he says, smiling. And, as you might have already guessed, you're just the man I'm meeting here, like this. Isn't mere chance. We don't trust leaving much to chance. Go on, then. 
Aren't you interested in finding out what it contains? I mean, yes, yes, I am. Yes, I am. With your gaze rapidly darting between the old man, whose nearing grin serves to set your nerves on edge, and the wooden box, you cautiously undo a small iron latch on one side of the container and lift the lid. Bottom of the shallow box, resting on the tattered remnants of a cloth bag, is a scroll made entirely of iron. You reach in and draw the swayzy scroll out of the back's box. Much to your astonishment, the scroll, despite being made of metal, is able to be rolled and unrolled as if it were a sheet of stiff paper. Hmm. Magic? I'm going to guess magic. Because this is a medieval kingdom, so... Our minion that can only be made in anything like in, in anything like decent quantities if we use electrolysis. And electricity hasn't been discovered yet. You know, apart from you know the bad wizards who shoot lightning bolts at people. But not in the sort of reliable continuous charge. That you could do, good. You could electrolysize aluminium from its. Well, it's in a lot of places because aluminium is way more abundant than iron, and iron's pretty darn abundant. Well, well I mean, in the in the in the crust, if you go to the core of the earth, it's all iron. But we can't get that because we'll, we'll melt because there's, there's, there's the mantle, and, and that's just. Just too hot, too hot. We can't get to that. We can only, we can we can only deal with what's in the crust, and in the crust there's a lot of aluminium, but it's all bound up, bound up very tightly in chemicals. So, barring some very awkward chemical reactions, the only way to get aluminium is an electrolysis. After carefully unfurling the iron scroll, you study its pitted surface. A large engraved Z dominates the top of the metal sheet, just beneath the lone letter. Spread out across the face of the iron sheet are five engraved circles. Without warning, a strange, strange feeling comes over you as you clutch the iron scroll. The sensation quickly passes leaves you feeling somehow more enlightened. 128 experiences to general. Ziggurals pass, path, whispers the old man. His fears being overheard. Oh, wait, I didn't whisper that. Ziggurals path, whispers the old man. As if he fears being overheard. That's what you hold in your hand. No doubt you've heard tales of Ziggurals. Some of his spirit is locked away in that scroll. I would very much like to help you set it free. Alright, Zirigal. He's got a link. The legendary warrior Zirigal. His, his name, an ancient Ardavari word that roughly translates to Bearer of Grand Destiny. Spent his relatively short life driving back the monstrous hordes that pressed the borders to the ever-expanding realm of man the early years of the previous age. 
Hailing from parts unknown, the master archer and swordsman pursue giants, goblins, trolls and dragons all across the North Broadlands. Perhaps the most famous of Zirigul's legends involves an iron scroll known as Zirigul's Path. According to, le to the legend, Zirigul, before his death, captured part of his spirit within with the scroll, an object which he left in the keeping of a secret brotherhood devoted to preserving his legacy. Ooh. Oh, well. I get, I, yeah. I will be, so, I'll definitely get something potent if I unlock this path. And anyway, this world needs all the heroes it can get, really, so unlock away. When you inquire further about the scroll, asking the old man who he is and why he wishes to involve you in the unlocking of the object's hidden secrets, he tells you you are among a very small company of people capable of obtaining that which Ziggul's freed spirit will likely bestow. We, yes, there are, as he says, have long guarded the scroll. When you became known to us, we realised that the time of our stewardship must come to its end. The spirit of Zirigo is a force of good that must be allowed again to enter this ravished world. The spirit will require a stone hand by which to disseminate its righteous will. Oh, I, uh, am I going to be possessed? Oh, I, I'm not sure about that, being possessed, but I mean, it's my good person, but I want to do my own stuff too. The old man falls silent as he takes a long sip from the steaming serving of paleo before him. As he sets down the vessel, he fixes you with an inquisitive stare and smiles. Then he reaches across the table, picks up the scroll, placing it back in the box. Meet me here again in seven days, he says, as he closes a lid on the wooden box and refashions the latch. There is one thing to which I must attend before we can hope to start you along Zigor's path. The first step will prove the most daunting, as it does with any significant journey. If you're willing, I hope to see you again in seven days. Say no more about it just now. If you don't return here, if you have, wish to have nothing more to do with any of this, we'll, we'll think no less of you for it. You again ask the old man his name. Without giving you answer, he smiles and calls for Palo. When the two of you have been served steaming vessels of the strong, delicious brew, he tells you he is happy that he found you, and that you seem open to the possibility of helping to free Ziggur's path from the Iron's Ziggur's spirit from the Iron Scroll. At length, having finished his drink, the old man rises, placing the box into a rugged leather pack, which he tosses over his shoulder. Then, the bowing and telling you he will meet you here in seven days, he scrolls out of the back, back room and disappears into the crowd, thronged, crowding the griffin's ledge. As you sit and sip at your paleo, wondering how the old man managed to finish his near-scolding beverage so quickly, 
your thoughts return to the Iron Scroll, known as Zugrul's Path, and the meeting that will, with your indulgence, take place in this very room one meet, week from now, to again meet with the old man and learn what role you will play in unlocking Zugrul's Path. Return here to the back room of Griffin's Ledge seven days from now. Yes, and that's seven days our time. So, yeah. Uh, that and, well, that will be, that will happen immediately. Right, saving, and we are done. And it's been it's been more than a week. Time to visit the old man lying you from the nearby table again. You cross the room and take a seat at the old man's table. He smiles and greets you, telling you he's glad you decided to return. Today, you shall take the first two steps along Zigwell's path. He says softly. The old man again produces a long wooden box and sets it on the table. He carefully opens the sturdy container and removes from it an iron scroll. He places the scroll before you and unfurls it, revealing the large Z beneath it and beneath it and beneath it the five carved circles. Kindly place your hands on the scroll, he says, the sudden intensity of his gaze making you feel uneasy. You slowly reach out and lay both your hands on the cold, plitted surface of the iron scroll. At first, nothing happens. You glance up at the old man, only to discover, discover that his eyes are now closed and he is smiling. Suddenly, a strange feeling passes over you. Sensation quickly subsides, and you instinctively withdraw your hands from the scroll. And you're startled to find two of the wings are surrounded by a faint blue glow. 128 experience to general. The old man's eyes spring open. He looks down at the scroll. He nods approvingly. Two of the five steps are complete. It won't be long until the entire path is done. The old man rolls up the iron scroll and places it back inside the wooden box. He then closes the box and slips it into a rugged leather pack, which he tosses over the sh- his shoulder. We will meet here again in seven days, he says, rising from his chair and bowing. The spirit in the scroll is restless, though we shall soon attend to that. Farewell. You watch the old man as he strides out of the back room and disappears into the throng crowding their house. To again meet the old man and continue towards unlocking Zirkle's path, return here to the back room of the Griffin's Ledge seven days from now. Oh, I'll have to try and remember that on the 22nd, I guess. Or maybe the 23rd, because it's pretty late. Alright, to the city gates and save, and next time we'll move on to the third part. Okay, time for the third part of Zigrul's Path. We're in Griffin's Ledge Alehouse in the back room. Approach the old man eyeing you from a nearby table. You cross the room and take a seat at the old man's table. He smiles and greets you, telling you he's glad you decided to return. 
Today, you shall take the next two steps along Siegfried's path, he says softly. The old man once again produces a long wooden box and sets it on the table. He carefully opens the sturdy container and removes from it the iron scroll. He, play, he places the scroll before you and unfurls it, revealing the large engraved Z and beneath it five carved circles. A faint blue aura surrounds the first two engraved circles. Kindly place your hands. Kindly place both your hands on the scroll, he says, the sudden intensity of his gaze making you uneasy. You slowly reach out and lay both your hands on the cold, pitted surface of the iron scroll. At first, nothing happens. You glance up at the old man, only to discover his eyes are now closed and he is smiling. Suddenly, a strange feeling passes over you. The sensation quickly subsides, but as you instinctively withdraw your hands from the, from the scroll, you're startled to find that four of the engraved wings are surrounded by a faint blue glow. 256 experience to general. The old man's eyes spring open and he looks down at the scroll. He nods approvingly. Four of the five steps are complete, he says. Only a single step more and the entire path will be done. The old man rolls up the iron scroll and places it back inside the wooden box. He then closes the box and slips it into a rugged leather pack which he tosses over his shoulder. We will meet here again in seven days, he says, rising from his chair and bowing. The spirit is restless. We shall soon attend to that. Farewell. You watch the old man as he strides out of the womb. Strides out of the back room and disappears into the throng crowding their house. To again meet with the old man and continue towards unlocking Zirigal's path. Return here to the back room of the Griffin's Ledge seven days from now. And that's real time days okay but first to the city gates to save so one week for me no time if it's war for you the next stage will happen so a week has passed it's time to see that old man about Ziggle's path once again actually quite a bit more than a week has passed Approach an old man eyeing you from a nearby table. You cross the room and take a seat at the old man's table. He smiles and greets you, telling you he's glad you decided to return. Today, you shall take the final step along Ziggle's path, he says softly. The old man once again produces a long wooden box and sets it on the table. He carefully opens a sturdy container and removes from it the iron scroll. He places the scroll before you and unveils it, revealing the large engraved Z and beneath it five car circles. A faint blue aura surrounds the first four engraved circles. Kindly place both your hands on the scroll, he says, the sudden intensity of his gaze making you feel uneasy. You slowly reach out and lay both your hands on the cold, pitted surface of the iron scroll. At first, nothing happens. 
You glance up at the old man, only to discover his eyes are now closed and he is smiling. Suddenly, a strange feeling passes over you. The sensation quickly subsides. But as you instinctively withdraw your hands on the scroll, you start to find that all five of the engraved wings are surrounded by a faint blue glow. 384 experience to general. The old man's eyes spring open as he looks down at the scroll. He nods approvingly. All five steps are complete, he says. But we are not yet finished. There remains one last thing. Of course there is. The old man rolls up the iron scroll and places it back inside the wooden box. He then closes the box and slips it into a rugged leather pack, which he then tosses over his shoulder. We will meet here again in seven days, he says, rising from his chair and bowing. The spirit in the scroll is nearly ready to make his return. The remains... For there remains something very important, something I must see through before we can proceed. Seven days from now, we will conclude this business. Farewell. He watches the, the old man as he strides out of the back room and disappears into the throng crowding the house. So again meet with the old man and reach a conclusion of Ziggle's path. Return here to the back room of the Griffin's Ledge seven days from now. Alright, then I will be doing that. To the city gates and save. And that's it for now. Another week has passed. Time to see the old man again. I'm in the back of the Griffin's Ledge alehouse. Approach the old man eyeing you from a nearby table. You cross the room and take a seat at the old man's table. He smiles and greets you, telling you... He's glad you decided to return. We're nearing the end, he tells you. His searching gaze making you feel slightly at, e slightly at ease. Before his death, Zirgul managed to split his spirit. Half of it is trapped in Zirgul's path, the iron scroll you had thrice seen. The other half is in an identical scroll, the whereabouts of which we've only recently discovered. Unite the scrolls and you will be a and you will revive the great hero's dormant spirit. You prominently inquire about the reason behind the man's seemingly keen desire to wake the spirit of the legendary warrior. In its present state, the spirit is vulnerable to designs of those who might seek to use it for ill purposes, he says softly, a hint of sadness entering his voice. This brings me to the very heart of the matter. We have long been the guardians of Zirigul's grand legacy, but as difficult as it is for me, for us to say it, his time has long come and gone. He no longer has a place among the, the living. We must at last know west, peace. We must unite and revive his spirit, and then you must destroy it. <gasps> the old man's revelation startles you. The idea of destroying Ziggur's spirit after first restoring it seems directly at what odds with what he's told you during your previous encounters. He had, at that time, expressed that his intent was to allow the legendary warrior's spirit into the world to disseminate its righteous will. 
You inquire further about the old man's desire to have Ziggler's spirit destroyed. A look of anguish briefly passes over his face, but he manages to retain his composure. I know it is not as I said it would be, he said. Indeed, it pains us to no end to think that his final wish to be able to return to our world in its hour of need will not be fulfilled. But it cannot be. It must not be. There's too much danger in it. These dangers, I'm afraid to say, we were blind to. Powerful and ever lurking in these strange days are those with the ambition and indeed the means to ensnare his spirit. Was such a thing to... No, it does no good to imagine the worst. Was such a thing to... It would be calamitous, our passion, our devotion long held sway over us afraid we've we only quite recently came to our senses we that is you must see that his reborn spirit is vanquished the old man whose name you still don't know tells you the other iron scroll which bears the second half of ziggle's spirit lies in a cave hidden somewhere in the forest of Fan- near fangwinch the foal is locked in a chamber deep within the cave he says that that cha- chamber can only be opened while reciting the ancient verse that long ago sealed it shut. The verses, as we understand it, a rather lengthy Adivarian ode that spans two ampulet iron tablets. The tablets, I'm happy to say, have been located. Your obtaining them may involve a bit of difficulty. The old man tells you the tablets... But the second iron scroll are hidden away in caves, one in the old Northwood and the other in Bentlinwood. Ziggler made mention of these tablets and their resting place in his journal, an artefact we've long guarded. But their locations were never fully revealed, he says. However, with a bit of help, we've managed to decipher his clues and learn the location of the caves. The rest is going to be left to you. You learn that the verse engraved upon the iron tablets can be only be recited by someone who has been infused with the spirit of their creator, Sirigil. That moment you suddenly realise you are now, by the way of repeatedly placing your hands upon the iron scroll, now host to half of Sirigil's sleeping spirit. Yes, you may, pa- may, yes, you carry part of Sirigil's spirit with you says the old man, having massively read your change of expression. I, I hope you do not consider it deceitful on my part. I have no I had no way of knowing you could go through with any of this. Each time you touched the scroll, a small portion of the imprisoned spirit seeped into you. It is important that you are only infused with the spirit in small doses, days apart. It is a very dangerous undertaking. One that must be performed with great care. You're suddenly overcome by the urge to immediately embark on the task of recovering the tablets and using the ancient verse to unlock the second iron scroll. When you relate this to the old man, he nods. The spirit of Zirigal is already at work within you, he says. It will continue to compel you, as it is now. Until a second, a second scroll is recovered and Zirigal's desire to return. Zirigal's retire to return is great. 
perhaps great enough to challenge even your will when you at last lay your hands upon the second scroll as cloven spirits will unite and you must destroy it this will help you the old man falls silent as he reaches into his pack and produces a stone dagger clad in a worn leather sheath this weapon bears an enchantment that will allow you to not only slay Zigrul's risen spirit, he says softly, but to destroy every fibre of it. Though it saddens me this come to this, to a long steward stewardship of his legacy and our desperate hope for his return, wisdom and foresight must prevail over custom and sedimental longing. With your hope, Soup, I'm confident they will. Despite a sudden sense of hesitation, you reach out and take possession of the dagger. I have it. I have no choice about taking it. It is the dagger of soul wending. Ooh, that's not a very nice name. The hilt of this fang-shaped dagger is adorned with an engraved rose. Two glittering sapphires are set into the weapon's rounded pommel. This weapon is of magical quality and it's one you cannot get rid of. With the compulsion to embark on the task now stronger than ever, you're about to ask the old man where to find the case contain the tablets, only to suddenly realise you already know. When you tell the old man about your discovery, he nods. Part of Zirigor's spirit is alive in you, Zupi says. You will find that your memories do not deceive you. You know where to find the caves that hold the tablets. It will likely seem that you have been to them before. You must recover the tablets and return them to me. They must be studied. Their verse must be learned. Only then can you recite it. Complete what has been started. The old man pauses of his carefully choosing his next words. Then, in a steady but soft voice, he reveals to you something entirely unexpected. My name is Tarkanor, he says. I don't expect that to mean anything to you. Shouldn't. But you have placed a great deal of trust in me and invested much in an affair from which you might have easily walked away. The very least I can do is tell you my name. You speak with Tarkanor for a small while longer. You decided you will next venture into the caves that reportedly guard the Iron Tablets. Despite never having been to either cave, both locations, the one in Old Northwood and the other in Bentlinwood, are seared into your memory. Takadar asks you to describe the locations of the cave you now remember. He, no he nods as you share the locations with him, telling you that they precisely match what his research had uncovered. Suddenly, the old man's eyes widen and dart in the direction of the comm room. You gaze instinctively follow his and you spot, though only for a fleeting moment, what appears to be someone slipping away from the doorway. Tarkanor's stare remains fixed on the doorway for several seconds. He then shakes his head, as if dispelling some notion, and looks back to you. Making no mention of what he might have seen, he tells you he will meet you here when you return from the caves. He reminds you to keep the dagger safe. I think you'll find my warning is leanness, he says. 
The dagger will not leave your possession till it serves its purpose. Hope you don't find it a burdensome com companion. Well, it is a bit burdensome. It's too encumbrance. Carcanor's eyes again drift towards the door leading into the com room. Slowly, after nearly a minute, his gaze turns back to settle on you. Our hopes and prayers go with you, he says, as he rises to depart. Turn, we turn here with those tablets, and we'll take the final step. Good luck, Soup, and thank you. With that, the old man turns and leaves. You watch as he strides out of the back room and disappears into the crowd thronging the alehouse. You may venture into the caves whenever you're ready. You'll find a mossy cave in Old Northwood, Northwest Elsa, and a missy, and a misty fissure in Bentley Wood, near Hawklaw in the Heart Hills of Southwest Tessa, and a previously discovered location, but obviously discovered by a zero girl, not me. <laughs> All right, let's go to those places now. Get on my way to the gates of Twithick. Save there. Okay, let's do the old north wood first. Visit the old north wood. Explore the old north wood. Previously returned location. A mossy cave. The third place here. You're standing before the moss covered mouth of a cave, deep in the heart of the eastern region of the old north wood. A cave that supposedly holds one of Zirigul's iron tablets. A pungent odour, similar to that of rotting vegetation, animates from the cave. Enter the cave! With your light scattering the deep gloom, you cautiously make your way into the cave. You're standing just inside the mouth of the mossy cave. A thick blanket of green moss carpets the walls and ceiling of the tunnel for several yards, past the cave's gaping moor. Pungent odour, similar to that of rotting vegetation, fills the damp air. Okay, I'm sort of in the middle of the south side. This is a pretty mazy dungeon. Your exploration of the cave comes to an abrupt halt as a horrific sight looms into view just up ahead. A giant black spider, large as a hound, rushes at you out of the shadows, its thick, hairy legs churning wildly as it bears down on what it considers its next meal. Hmm. I don't think it's going to let me pet it, so I guess I've just got to kill it. Pity. The spider attempts to bite you, but fails, and is slain instead. 8 XP. You step back from the weaving body of the slain spider. The giant creature's legs eventually become still. And an oozing black puddle begins to form beneath its hairy bulk. As a hook. As a horrendous odour rises up from the remains of the monstrous arachnid, you quickly check over your gear and once again set off through the cave. Alright, let's go to the southeast corner. An unmistakable shape of a human body, wrapped tightly in a mass of spider webbing, rests against a wall in this section of the cave passage. Cut the body free. It takes you several minutes to cut the body out of the thick, sticky strands of spider webbing. At last, the dried, shriveled remains of a man topple out of the web and land on the floor of the passage. On the body and in the webbing, you discover the following. Just, just some generic loot. I'll take some of it. And eight gold. 
After making certain you haven't overlooked anything, you once again set off through the cave. Okay, making my way to the northeastern part. Okay, got near it. Here's another body. Open it. Open it, being very careful not to get myself stuck in the process. Once again, generic loot drop. Ooh, unmatched plate gauntlets. They'll sell for a pretty penny. And if I didn't already have the far superior Gloomfall Gloom gauntlets, they may well become my piece of equipment. 14 gold as well. After making certain you haven't overlooked anything, you again set off through the cave. Alright, now going round a bit, here's another giant black spider. Just going to give that a bash. It's bashed. 8 XP. It dies like the first one. Another giant black spider. Another 8 XP. 1 XP for each leg. How convenient. Guess I want to fight some centipedes then. They're looking at 100 XP. Another giant black spider. Another 8 XP. Okay. Northeastern corner. Another body. Cut it out. Some generic loot. Not even that much of it. And 38 gold. Okay, there's an alcove going south near there. Another body. More loot. A lot of loot here. And 37 gold. Yeah, I don't know why people are going here. Wait a minute. Has Tarkinor... Has Tarkinor sent other people on this mission? Has he? Could he have? I mean, this cave is in the middle of nowhere. It's not the sort of place where people just go. I mean, Northwood isn't the sort of friendly wood where people, you know, wander around with their dogs and shit. Because there's all these giant spiders around. Uh, which One of which I've just slain. Were all these people captured? Because Tarkinor sent other people off to complete the mission. And, well, this was actually the only... And this was the first difficult bit, and they failed here. Could it be? Could it be? Might be. Could just be a coincidence, but it might well be. Hmm. Another giant black spider. Hmm. Or maybe these spiders have been hunting people, so they didn't actually... So these spiders didn't actually get anywhere. So the people didn't actually get anywhere near the cave. The spiders just went out, dragged a person, wrapped them up in the web, and they just carried them back. Could have been that. I mean, neither of them is a particularly wholesome scenario, because admittedly, people are dead. That doesn't happen in, in nice situations. Okay, near the near the northwest side, here's a chest. A large iron-banded chest. Its lid slightly ajar, rests against the wall at the end of the cave tunnel. Despite the damp air that fills the cave, the chest shows no signs of decay. Open the chest. Picking a number. Bonus of 50. 20 for woodmanship, 20 for more, 10 for luck. Got to get 60 or more, or something bad will happen. 
101. No, 111 success. As you approach the chest, you suddenly spot something moving in the gloom ahead. You instinctively leap back and draw yourself into a defensive stance as a massive black spider drops from the ceiling. The fearsome arachnid, its long hooked fangs framing its maw, swiftly moves to block your escape. Hello! Hello, spider! Maneuvering to keep yourself away from the fang spider's fangs, you bravely engage the hideous creature. Massive black spider. Begin combat. And attempts to bite you. And fails because it's dead now. 13 XP. The massive spider's body shudders violently as the hideous creature succumbs to death. Stepping away from the gruesome remains, you check over your equipment before once again turning your attention to the chest. Okay. Open the chest this time. You cautiously lift the lid and peer down into the chest. Lying at the bottom of the iron banded box, box, its dark, listening surface showing no signs of decay, is an iron tablet. You promptly take possession of the heavy slab of metal. Zirigul's iron tablet number one. Let's have a look at it. The dark, listening surface of this heavy iron tablet is covered with engraved engraved Ardivarian symbols. This is the first half of a pair of tablets left behind by Zirigul. The symbols carved into the tablet make up part of an ancient Ardivarius that will, when deciphered and recited, unlock the second of Zirigul's iron scrolls. You found this tablet in a chest inside a mossy cave deep in the old Northwood. With the tablet secured, you turn away from the chest and prepare to make your way out of the cave. Alright, I've got what I need. Might as well finish off with this little dungeon though. Another spider. Another spider corpse. Okay, just, just filling it in because there's probably more loot drops or something here. I mean, I'll get me XP while I'm doing it. Like another 8 just now. Alright. South west corner, another body in the webbing, more loot, hide boots, unmatched padded patch, pad, padded cap, 39, 49 gold. Alright, it's, it's all adding up. Yep, just filling in one last little gap. Another giant black spider. You think they you think they would start running away now, but no. Oh well. How many spiders can there be in this cave? A lot, presumably. And here's another body near the south end. Some more loot. Just gonna take the loot. Loot the loot while singing the loot song on my loot. Alright, filling in one last square. There, fully explored the cave. And now, leave the cave, suddenly. As you step out into the forest, you're startled to find two men approaching the mouth of the cave. Though you don't know their names, you immediately recognise them, having seen them on several occasions during your visit to the Copper Hill Lodge. Odd, hmm. I wonder what would happen here if I hadn't been to the Copper Hill Lodge. Both men, each in possession of tangled beards, begging for, begging for a twin, 
seem to recognise you as well. They smile as they draw up and initiate a pair of shoulder crosses. Not trying to steal our glory, I hope. We of the lodge mustn't be in competition with each other, says the taller man in a jestful manner. Well met, friend. I know I've seen you, though I dare say we've yet to truly meet. The taller man introduces himself as Syridor, and the other man, his voice deeper than you, you had expected, reveals his name to be Wallach. You learn that the pair has just finished up a bit of guild business in the nearby town of Grey Thicket, and while resting in the inn, we're told of some spider-infested caves in the old, old Northwood. I don't care much for wandering about in these woods, says Kiridor, with words elicting a rapid succession of nods from his companion. Well, I don't have any difficulty imagining you did a fair job clearing out any spiders. Were there any spiders? Without giving away any any of the details for the true reason of having been in the cave, provide him with a brief account of your encounter with the spiders that infested the dark lair. Sildor seems taken aback by your descriptions of the spiders. Just as happy just as happy to have had had you clear it out as we're not laughing. I figured the stories about the spiders were a bit ex- bit exaggerated. Might have known better. Well, Fine job of it, then. You speak at length with Seridor and Wanok, and then, unable to refuse a most to refuse a most tempting offer, follow your two fellow lodge members back to Grey Thicket. There, in a near-sighted tavern at the edge of the uh, edge of the hamlet, well within sight of the ominous border of the old North Wood, you enjoy a hearty meal of venison stew. And ample servings of strong creamy ale. Hmm. Maybe those people were just people who were going to clear out the spider den. And admittedly, if people know of the spider den, they probably caused problems before. Seridor, who refuses you every attempt to pay, tells you he's glad to have had the opportunity to meet you. Ragnock echoes the sediment. Perhaps we'll work together some day, says Sirador, rising as the three of you prepare to depart. Well, until then, keep safe on the road, my friend. The men bid you farewell, and the three of you leave the tavern. As the bearded duo sets out on the long path, path to the Copper Hilt Lodge, you also make your way out of Grey Thicket. Okay, I can travel here. Okay, that was the only time you ever go to Grey Thicket. I am in Grey Thicket. I cannot return to it. Northwest Woods. All right, and that's it. That was the only time you see Grey Thicket. Bit odd that, but not, 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 yeah, just odd. You go to a new village and you have to actually travel away from it rather than it just depositing you somewhere. Alright, now to Bentlin Wood. We've been quite a few times. Explore Bentlin Wood. Previously discovered location. Alright, there's six places in Bentlin Wood now. And I know there's at least one more to unlock. A misty fissure. There we go. You're standing at the base of a high wall of broken ledge. 
deep within the western region of Bentlin Wood. A narrow, jagged fissure running the bottom of the ledge leads down into a massive cave. A cave that supposedly holds one of Ziggle's iron tablets. A thin but steady stream of grey mist rises out of the fissure. Climb down into the cave, taking care not to lose your footing on the jagged, slippery rock. You squeeze through the fissure and descend into the cave. You're standing beneath the fissure that leads up and out of the cave. Pale strands of daylight stream stream down into the gloom from the jagged opening several feet above your head. So in the northeast corner of the dungeon, and suddenly, a small flash of light suddenly erupts from somewhere in the darkness ahead. Almost instantly, the light disappears, and you can hear what sounds like the echo of rapid footfalls swiftly receding along the passage. Within moments, the footsteps fade, and you find yourself alone, surrounded by the eerie silence of the cave. Ah, I guess there's someone else here. They must have they must have overheard the conversation in the Griffin's Leg alehouse. Only the faint occasional sound of dripping water breaks the eerie quiet that pervades the doom filled tunnels of this damp cave. Suddenly a small flash of light erupts from somewhere in the darkness ahead. Almost instantly, the light disappears. You can hear what sounds like the echo of rapid footfalls swiftly receding along the passage. Within moments, the footsteps fade and you find yourself alone, surrounded by the eerie silence of the cave. Okay. Oh, steps again. Okay, making my way to the southwest side. It's a bit mazy, this dungeon, but... Not much of a deal when you're viewing it from the top. Alright, another step. Alright, a small flash of light. Okay, wait. Uh, there's something in the southwest corner, but I want to finish out every southeast corner. I want to finish out everything else first. Okay, here's a little owl. Small flash of light. Footsteps. Okay, let's get to the southeast corner, the most distant part of the cave, and therefore where the treasure will be. For reasons. It's a small flash of light, more footsteps. Okay, and there we are, the last square. You arrive at the end of your tunnel, and your eyes widen. There, resting it. Resting at the base of the cave wall, its ornate fleet lid flung back as an iron banded chest. Your relation quickly turns to alarm when you approach the chest to discover it's empty. Stepping back from the chest, you suddenly detect what could only be the pungent, lingering odour of a torch. Someone else was here very recently, perhaps only moments ago. Your thoughts immediately return to the flash of light and the footfalls you encountered on your way into the cave. While trying to make sense of this strange and unfortunate turn of events, you're immediately overcome by an eerie feeling. For several long minutes, you wait next to the empty chest, your eyes scouring the darkness that looms at the edge of your light, and your ears listening for any sound of movement from nearby. And length, satisfied that whoever was recently here, is no longer about, you turn your gaze back to the chest, 
A sense of dismay wells up from within you as you contemplate the enormity of the empty container at your feet. The iron tablet, which must have been resting in the chest, is now gone. As you stare down at the box, your dismay swiftly returns to anger and then, just just as quickly, transforms into a calm sense of purpose. Without letting another moment slip by, you turn and stride off along the cave tunnel, determined to do what you can to find out what has happened to the object of your quest. Alright, let's get out of this cave then. Only suddenly, you suddenly hear the echo of rapid footfalls from somewhere in the darkness ahead. In a matter of moments, the footfalls fade, leaving you once again surrounded by the eerie quiet of the cave. Alright. Yep, footfalls again. Let's get out of this cave. More footfalls. Alright, got to get to the exit. Alright, yep, there you go. Yep, eerie footfalls. Footfalls again. And here we are. Climb up out of the cave. You climb up out of the cave, taking great care not to lose your grip as you manoeuvre yourself through the narrow fissure. A open breath of fresh air fills your lungs as you step out of the dark crevice and into the sunlit forest. Suddenly, your pulse quickens as you suddenly spot a green-caked figure slinking furtively away from the fissure. Upon catching sight of you, the figure's head whips in your direction, revealing the slender, terror-stricken face of a young man. I'm afraid you startled me, he stammers, endeavouring to conceal something within his case. I don't normally stroll this far into woods, but I... It only takes a quick glance the bundle beneath the young man's cape to make you realise he's attempting to hide the very item you came here to acquire. Zirigal's iron tablet. Immediately suspicious of the scenario now unfolding, you demand that the man tell you what he's doing with the tablet and how he came to know of his existence. His face grows ashen, and for a moment he seems lost for words. I'm an adventurer, just like you. He stammers, removing the tablet from beneath his cape and holding it against his midsection. The weighty slab glistens in the sunlight. Without waiting for you to respond, the young man reaches up and clutches at the circular stone amulet dangling from his neck. Don't you even think of trying to take it from me, he says, his tone suddenly bolder. I'll disappear with the tablet before you can blink. If you want it, I'll sell it to you. I'm warning you, don't, don't try anything. Young man, obviously nervous in your presence, tells you he'll sell you the tablet for 1,000 gold. So I have a few options here. I can use divination, diplomacy, just give him the 1,000 gold, or attack him. All right. What does divination reveal? It succeeded. You divine the young man is extremely frightened and he's lying about his ability to, to disappear. You also sense he is contemplating taking flight. Hmm. So I can use diplomacy, pay him a thousand gold or attack him. What? Tell him you don't have one thousand gold? But I do. 
I have lots of lot. I have I have five hundred thousand gold. Hmm. All right. I guess I'll use diplomacy then. You successfully used your diplomacy skill. Sixty-four XP to diplomacy. Using your diplomatic skills, you calmly but sternly inform the cape man that his best and only recourse is to hand over. Is to ha is to hand over the iron tablet. Trembling slightly beneath your withering gaze, it takes him only a split second to reach his decision. There you are. I have the second tablet. Let's have a look at it. The dark, glistening surface of this heavy iron tablet is covered with, with, with engraved Ardivian symbols. This is the second pair, second pair of a pair, the second half of a pair of tablets left behind by Zirigal. The symbols carved into the tablet make up part of an ancient Ardivian verse that will, with deciphered and recited, unlock the second of Zirigal's iron scrolls. He found this tablet in a chest inside a treacherous cave in Bentley Woodwell. Actually, someone else found it, but whatever. To placing the tablet safely in amongst your other belongings, you again turn your attention to the man. You ask him how he knew about the cave and what, what he intended to do with the tablet. And he's just quite taken aback when he tells you he overheard your conversation with Tarkanor. In the Griffin's Ledge. He then tells you he sought out the location in Bentley Wood described to you by Tarkanor, decided to try and find the iron tablet. He hopes it would be worth some gold. Unfortunately, he found the cave empty. empty. Fortunate. Fortunately, he found the cave empty and the tablet resting in an unlocked chest. When you press him for his name, he becomes obviously agitated. In response, he stammers something incoherent and then suddenly turns and bolts into the forest, disappearing after only a few moments. Within less than a minute, even the sound of his rapid footfalls has faded to silence, certain that he is gone. And with the iron tablet now in your possession, you quickly check over your equipment before setting off to make your way out of the wood. With both iron tablets now in your possession, you should return to the back room Griffin's Ledge Alehouse in Trithic. Okay, then I will. I'll do that right now. Wait. Wait. Yep. Alright, call off the exploration. Travel. Southwest Tysa. Western Tysa. Twithic. Explore the city. Blade Square. Building the Blanket. Griffin Lane's Alehouse. Backroom. Approach Tarkanor. You cross the room and take a seat at Tarkanor's table. He smiles and greets you, telling you he's glad you've returned safely. Seldom are such things certain, he says in a kindly tone. Do you have the tablets? You produce the iron tablets and present them to him. Throwing his brow, he closely studies both pieces before taking them and placing them into the leather bag. He then looks up at you and begins... Nodding slowly. Right. Both tablets are handed over. We are nearing the end, he says, repeating what he told you. Previous meaning. Do you still have the tagger? Good. 
Well, next we meet. I will have have for you what you will need to unlock the unlock the the other iron scroll. Until then, keep yourself and the dagger safe. Tarkanor wises as he prepares to depart, but he suddenly turns to you and tells you he will again meet you, meet with you sometime over the next several days. So very close, he says, lowering his voice, as several patrons shuffle into the room. It pains me to think that Ziggler waits for his liberation, we, and we are to instead deliver his final destruction. Perhaps pain is not the correct choice of words. Until our next meeting, then. With that, the old man turns and walks out of the common room. We'll look for an adventure titled Ziggler's Path to be available in the Griffin's Legs Alehouse sometime over the next several days. 1,024 experience to general, 32 experience, experience to all skills and powers. Alright, adventures. Now I can do Ziggler's path. It is at hand, says Tarkamore. I believe you may already know where to go. You can almost hear a spirit calling to you. Yeah, so that's the next adventure. But we'll do that next time. And until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.